Welcome to the Million Dollar Body Podcast with your host, Nate Palmer. What up, what up? Hey, it's Nate Palmer here with the Million Dollar Body Podcast. It is my great honor today to feature my boy, Nick Trevilian. What up, Nate? Dude. Dude. You're I'm like real. super pumped. I'm pumped to be here, man. Like the fact that you invited me on the show, I'm just like stoked, dude. So let's freaking roll and let's unpack some good stuff for your listeners. Dude, I'm so excited. So for those of you guys who don't know, Nick Trevilian is the founder of Go Sold Realty, a realty company in Phoenix, Arizona, where I'm from. He's also um, right in the middle of writing his book, The Triumphant Life Manifesto. You can find him on all the major podcasting platforms. He's got a, the Triumphant Life podcast. Nick is one of my heroes in terms of his positivity and his energy he brings to every single conversation, every single aspect of his life. And bro, I just want to get deep with you right now. I'm so excited. Hey, let's dig. Dude, first of all, I'm blushing. Glad you, uh, for those that are listening on audio, I'm blushing. For those that are on video, yeah, like I'm super honored. But no, dude, this is going to be really, really fun. And uh, I'm just pumped to be here. So. so we're on the Million Dollar Body Podcast. So let's get something out of the way that all of the listeners want to know right now. Nick, how much do you bench, bro? <laughs> dude it was funny when that used to matter when i was a college football player uh now dude I'm, I'm all about that form as as nate has taught me here right it's all about reps and controlling form so funny i uh i used your bot in the box this morning I, i'm up here at a cabin staying up north skiing for a, a couple weeks and i literally tied it up to the door and did my bot in a box workout so thank you for that mr million dollar body man amazing thank you i'm glad you got that in and you're going to and you're out there snowboarding too so you're really ripping it so Nick, you yeah, have an incredible story, dude. Yeah, thank you. So um, a, a lot of people don't know your story. Can you kind of just break it down? Can you, can you talk to me about, you know, I know you started Go Sold Realty right in the middle of one of the biggest recessions that the US has ever faced. It's now a thriving real estate company. It's blowing up. You're starting your new coaching practice. You've had some incredible health challenges and you've recovered from those magnificently, as you can see by you dominating some slopes right now. Can you just uh, kind of unpack that? Tell me what's going like. Tell me yeah, what's- man, I'd, I'd love to. That, like, so the triumphant life just is, is kind of why it's the title of my podcast and the title of my movement and uh, my upcoming book is, Nate, I've had to earn everything I've gotten in this world, man. You know, and, and I think we're, we're not given a silver spoon, right? Most of us aren't. And you got to, you know, start from the bottom. Now you're here, right? And it's just kind of been my attitude my whole life. And uh, what I don't even know if you know this, man. So I was a high school football player, you know, played football my whole life. And I wanted to go play college football. And um, I remember starting to train for that my senior year in high school. I was like, wow, like what, what a goal to go, you know, be a college football player. And I remember um, one of our coaches at the time had heard that I was like running track to get better and, and wanted to go do this. And I remember that they're like, oh, yeah, Nick's going to try to go play at this college. And the guy literally goes, yeah, that's not going to happen. And I, had a, I was 17 years old, dude. And this little experience kind of shaped me. Well, I went on to walk onto that college football team and I, I played middle linebacker. I was like the 25th dude down the line, but I just showed up and worked, man. And I went to the gym every morning and I just put in the time and I beat out 24 kids to get, I was the second string middle linebacker as a freshman walk on my sophomore season was the captain of the defense and led the team in tackles. I had like a 20, like 120 tackles my sophomore season. And then I blew out my shoulder. So it's like, you, you literally are starting here at the bottom and you got to fight, 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 fight. I finally got to the position where I was a captain of this defense and we were going to rock, right? Game one of the season, I dislocate my shoulder in the fourth quarter. I'd had like the biggest game of my life. And so where are you? You got to, you're bounced back to, to, to square one and you got to start, you got to work your way up. 
and actually got into real estate at that time when I was 19 years old. Dropped out of college, got into real estate, started really loving it. So I've been a full-time entrepreneur since I was 19 years old, man. And like, it's just been a crazy experience because at 19 with, you know, barely three, four semesters of college education, I just started reading books and kind of studying. And so when I was 21 years old, I opened my first real estate brokerage, which was crazy. Like, training and recruiting real estate agents that are twice my age because I'm 21 at the time right and they're like looking like I looked like a little kid so I had to grow out a little goatee and you know wear suits and stuff like that but yeah so we I launched that when I was 21 years old and then of course as fast as I can open up the doors it's 2007 and guess what's happening unbeknownst to young little whippersnapper Nick trying to build a business right I'm trying to invest in real estate trying to grow my wealth and, and trying to hustle and everything that you know I had learned and then, of course, the market tanks and we're left with nothing. And so uh, we got a bright idea in 2009 at the bottom of the market to start a real estate brokerage kind of and rise from the ashes, which, again, that's kind of my story, the triumphant life. And so in April of 2009, I opened my real estate brokerage. And what was cool is like on my fourth day there, I sold a home. That year, we sold 198 homes. I brought in like $1.7 million of commissions, 1.6, excuse me, in like nine months. And we were just freaking cranking. And so uh, we've been doing that ever since, which is fun. And now... I have an investment division of that where I fix and flip homes, a marketing company for real estate agents and now a coaching company. But, you know, again, as things are going and you're building the business and then something's going to happen where, you know, you're just not expecting it and you have a curveball. And so life was good for me, dude. Things were going great, very successful by anybody's terms, uh, depending on how you define success, right? And then uh, about a year ago, I started to have some numbness in my feet, which was weird, you know, and I'm just a, just a guy trying to build a business, you know, just like you passionate and caring for helping others. And, and I was just pumped, right? You know, we're getting to travel a lot and I'm going, you know, doing a lot of really good things with my career. Um, and then I found out how important your health really is. So like I said, I started to have some numbness in my leg. Uh, numbness led to short-term paralyzation actually. And on December the 23rd of uh, last year, so two days before Christmas, I'll never forget the night before because we were, you know, messing with the Christmas tree and, you know, having a couple of drinks. I had had like a $20,000 day that day, made 20 grand, cashed the checks. I was pumped, right? Me and my girlfriend go home and we're, we watched Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2 that night. And I remember standing outside that night, just going out, looking at Christmas lights, just thinking how grateful I was for the life that I had. I was so blessed and I knew how hard I had worked that year. And then the very next day, it was all taken away from me very quickly. Um, I went to have lunch with a friend, uh, got up from the lunch table, and my legs completely gave out. And uh, I was paralyzed on the floor of a native New Yorker uh, pizza shop, laying there, uh, and I couldn't move my legs, and they called the ambulance. So got my first ride in an ambulance. That was no fun. And so on December 23rd, rushed to the hospital, and they found an arachnoid cyst growing in the middle of my spine. Don't know how it got there. Don't know why it was there. And so I had short-term paralysis and um, it would kind of come and go where certain days I could walk and certain days I couldn't walk. And, you know, from an athlete standpoint, somebody that loves to work out and like walk my dog, right? Mental toll that takes on a human being, it brings you back to nothing in square one. And so I had surgery um, on that. I was in the ICU for seven days, the hospital for 10. Um, and it was a, it, it was an interesting experience, man. And I'll tell you at that point in time, the word triumphant for me just meant a lot because it's like, at that time, one, you realize what your really big goals in life are and what matters to you and two, how far you have to go and how big of a deal your health um, plays into that and how big of a deal fitness plays into that. And so it's been a long grind. Uh, it's been 
nine months now. And uh, when that had happened, I set a goal for myself to go because I couldn't snowboard last year. I love snowboarding, being in the snow, and that's just part of my life. And uh, shredding the mountain, as you said, right? And it's just always been something I love to do. And so at that point in time, when I was laying in the hospital bed with tubes up and down every arm, uh, I made a goal for myself that when I was healthy enough and uh, I would build and start rehabbing, I was going to go snowboard for a couple of weeks. And that's what I'm actually sitting in the cabin right now. I don't know if you guys can see the fireplace behind me. Um, so it's been a it's been a very surreal experience, man. I'll tell you that first time dropping in a mountain was uh, was an emotional one, but it just shows you know how far you can come with focusing on your fitness. I think, and that's why. I really love what you're doing. So enough about me, man. That's just my quick little story. But that's why I love your movement and what you're doing because I think that fitness plays a role in everything, not just your business. I think it plays a role in being a good mother or father and being a present spouse um, in anything that you, your contribution to the world, your contribution to your church or helping give back or whatever your goals are right now. Maybe it is just to build a crazy cranking business. I have found personally how big of a deal your health is when you're laid up in a hospital bed and, and really can't do anything. You find out how, uh, how important being healthy really is. They say the man with his health has a thousand dreams but the man without only has one. Do you yeah, agree with that? Dude, I, uh, you know, Nate, I've, I've been there, man. Um, yeah, being in the ICU for seven days, uh, you see a lot of things and, and understand people that are in those ICUs. You know, I don't know what the exact stats are, but a lot don't get out. And uh, as I was in there, you know, having to see that every day, I had to walk in circles as they were trying to get my legs to, to start coming back to life. And I had to look into those rooms like three or four times a day, every single day for seven days. And um, it really shapes you into, into to really what your priorities are. And that's why, like, I was so pumped when you invited me on, because if I could just share one idea or one strategy, or you can on this podcast to help somebody out, you know, that's all that matters, dude. You know, and that's what my life's mission is. And I know what your life's mission is, is to just help and give back to other people. Cause you don't know someday, just one day you wake up, you know, you could be flying high, dude. And then the next day it's all gone, you know? So Nick, dude, that is so powerful. What Thanks, an man. incredible story. Um, and I'll be honest, man, hearing that. And if I woke up one day and I just didn't have the use of my legs anymore, and I didn't know what was going on. I go to the hospital. I don't know that I could have stayed positive like you did. So what, like, what were some of the, the ways that you were able to, and I'm sure it was not all sunshine and rainbows, right? I know you're an incredibly positive guy, but what were some of the ways that you were able to really control your mindset and push yourself forward? I mean, it was so amazing to hear you say, one of my goals was to, when I got back on my feet to hit the mountains for a week or two. And now I'm doing that. Now I'm living that dream, which you kind of glossed over, by the way. But yeah. which, but what, what are some strategies that someone like me or some of the people who are listening right now can use when, you know, it doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem like it's going well, but to stay positive. Man, dude, I'll tell you at that time, the mental toll that that took on me as a, at the time I'm 32 years old, dude, you know, an athlete, that, a college football athlete, right? Actually, I didn't, I didn't finish that story. I went and played semi-pro ball after I got hurt too. And uh, actually that year won the MVP of my team. So like, I know what it's like to bounce back from nothing, right? But being that type of a guy mentally and being one that would work out every day or just go for a jog or go for a hike, to have that taken away, the mental thing is, is really, really hard. And what was interesting was at the time, dude, I tried to be as positive as I could. I tried to read quotes and things like that. But there's been one quote that's kind of stuck with me for many, many years. And it was from uh, one of the latest Rockies. Uh, like the last Rocky when... Um, he had said, it's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get, get hit and keep moving forward. Mm. And I, I have read that quote probably 15, 20 times a day, dude. And, and I know that life is going to happen to all of us. There's no way around that. Bad things do happen, right? I understand that. But one of the things that I, I started shaping my perception was is, okay, th there's going to be something. It's going to be rainy one day, right? I can't control the rain. 
but I can get an umbrella and dance on the rain or whatever, right? That old quote. Um, <laughs> All right, but but with that situation was I, I knew it was happening to me. But Anthony Robbins uh, is somebody that I followed my entire life, and I've been to many many of his uh, seminars, and it's really changed my life. I actually went to my first Anthony Robbins seminar when I was nineteen years old, and uh, he says when something happens to you, you have to ask what does this mean, and really what am I going to do about it? And so for me, it was what does this mean? Why me? Right? And I could have sat there and like lived in that, like woe is me, this came out of nowhere, you know. But that's not going to get me anywhere, and ultimately it's not going to fix it. And I remember when we went in, they, um, I said, I'm not sick. I'm hurt. There's a big difference. I'm here to get out of here. And so what was crazy is when I was in the ICU after I could, so I had to lay flat for 24 hours. The minute I could sit up and get up, I got out of the bed and I actually slept and lived out of a reclining chair. They would walk in and be like, what are you doing? I'm like, that's for sick, pe sick people. I'm not sick. So my meaning was this happened to me. That's fine. I'm going to beat this and I'm going to be better with it. And then what I associated with was why me is because I'm going to share this with somebody one day and I'm going to make somebody else's life better. And that actually drove me by being in the hospital. It was funny. Um, every day that kind of drove me. But he said I had set some very short-term goal when I was in the hospital too. And whether that's me hurt right there, obviously that's an extreme situation. But even your business, your health, we're losing a pound. I set very, very small little goals that I knew I could accomplish. Goal one, sit up in the bed. Goal two, get my feet over the bed. Goal three, they had to stand me up for the first time, right? And it was every day I had a new goal. And then, like, I wanted to walk so bad. Like, okay, tomorrow I want to walk twice. Whoa, 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 tomorrow I want to walk three times. They end up having to cap the times I could walk every day because I just kept setting a new goal and I would hit it. And like I would have to walk with a wheelchair and stuff, but I would, I would hit it. And so I think like with no matter where you're starting in your career, with your business, a side hustle, your body, your fitness, your relationships, like maybe trying to save a marriage or trying to go back and like cut out certain things out of your life or whatever that is, right? I think setting a short-term baby goal is the best thing you could possibly do because once you hit it, now you have some momentum. The old saying is, how do you eat an elephant? Well, one bite at a time, right? And you're not going to conquer this huge mountain overnight, Right. But what you can do is you can take a couple steps. And so like the art of, let's say somebody's on this call like, man, dude, I really want to lose 40 pounds. Well, you don't just go lose 40 pounds. What you have to do is actually lose one pound. Then one leads to five, five to 10. And once you hit 10 pounds, you're sitting there looking back going, I just did this. I've got momentum for myself. So I really believe in baby steps and actually setting very small, short goals for yourself, um, no matter what that is in your life. Because I think those build up momentum and confidence in yourself to keep you going there. Dude, Nick, that is so good. I love what you said about um, eating an elephant. And I also really liked, oh, I like you call him Anthony Robbins. I just call him T-Bone. Yeah. Um, but I like that you said, what, what, like, where am I at and what am I going to do about it? So, you know, putting the ball back in your court, taking ownership of that. So well, I think a lot of times we get, we get paralysis by overanalysis, meaning we look at, like, let's say you wanted to go make quarter million dollars next year, 250000 right? Standing there, like, on January 1, looking up at, like, well, I've never made two fifty. I've only made one fifty, and I have to, you know, meet this many clients or do this many ads or whatever that is going through your head, or maybe that's fitness or whatever. I think a lot of times we slow ourselves down because we get so overwhelmed by how big that really is, when if you were to actually break that down to a monthly basis – it's not that scary, right? Like in real estate, you can break down, well, man, I want to sell, you know, 24 homes next year. Dude, that's only two houses a month, right? Like in my business or man, I want to lose 50 pounds next year. Well, man, if we just broke this down and committed to the long-term game plan, dude, that's really not that much weight. You have to lose to lose 50. Mm -hmm. And looking back a year from now, you'll be glad that you started because if you never started, you wouldn't get there. 
So what's the worst you have to lose is just get started and get that momentum. It's like how do you, you know, ride in a bicycle, right? It's got to be moving for you to make some changes. You can't ride that thing standing still. Totally. And now, Nick, do you think that like, so let's say someone's got a goal for their business or for their marriage or for their family or whatever. Do you feel like um, that adding in a fitness element or a health element is something that can help them get started even in another arena? I actually think it's the only thing to get them started in my personal opinion. Wow. Um, Obviously, you heard my story, right? But when I first started my first real estate company, I was 21 years old. My perception of a successful business person was based on the world, the media, and the news. My perception was this guy that just grinds like 12 hours a day and wears a suit and he's always too busy and he's flying through fast food restaurants and gas stations. So because that was my perception, I didn't have a coach like you to tell me differently. Guess what I did? I lived out of gas stations. My breakfast in the morning, like before going to work, was two jelly donuts and like an energy drink before I would get to the office. I'm not and kidding how did, you, right? How do you feel with, with, that, with that kind of diet? Yeah, you get the spike and then the crash, right? But then you're always on the go. And like, I think people, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy where they want to feel so ballerish that they're always on the go, 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 go. They're living out of, you know, fast food drive throughs and stuff. When that's actually, in my opinion, the polar opposite. I really believe now after going through that experience, got all sloppy and sluggish and stuff like that, I went and really wanted to change my health. And I found out how big of a deal a really good meal plan is, uh, nighttime morning rituals, which you've actually helped, helped me with. Uh, for those listening, I actually reached out to Nate uh, a few months ago for help in, in some certain areas that I, I needed help on. Um, and I think that, that the well-rounded businessman is the new businessman, in my opinion. Yeah. Like the well-rounded entrepreneur, meaning like people love to get on freaking Instagram and hashtag the Rolls Royces and the Jets and the cars and the Rollies and all this shit, which dude, if that's your like biggest passion in the world is to have the sickest watch, that's on you. That's awesome. Those are your goals. But I think the entrepreneur of the future is one that actually family is first and God is first and that he cares about his health and he cares about giving back to his community and helping out. To me, that's a badass entrepreneur because he's making changes, right? Like I get it, right? Well, dude, I'm trying to build a business. Yeah, but your family's sitting there missing you on a daily basis. So could you be better to spend more time with them and still crush your business? To me, that's a badass entrepreneur that I want to learn from and study. So, so back to your original question is, that's where I think the health is such a big deal with that. Because if you got up in the morning and you were just full of life and full of energy, how are you going to be with your wife and kids prior to getting into the office? If you have that meal plan tight, you have oxygen in your body, you have water in your body and you're hydrated, how are you going to feel throughout the day? Or you're going to be clear-headed, right? You're going to make better decisions. You're going to move faster in your business, okay? But then when you get home, you actually have the energy to play with your kids for a little bit versus just crashing out on the couch and watching Netflix or the TV for two hours before you, before you crawl into bed. And I think that that was the old perception for a lot of people. And I think there's a young group out there that I'm even looking up to that are reshaping this. And that's why I kind of love your movement and what you're doing is I believe that that's the entrepreneur of the future. Cause I've done the other side when that, that's what I thought I was supposed to do and being present with my friends and family and having energy to give back to me, that's a lifestyle that I want. And it's more balanced. And, well, like at the end of the day, what the hell are you working for anyway? You're working for them. You're not working to work. You're not working to go sit in an office from nine to nine to six or whatever. You're working for them. So if you could be better in your day-to-day, -day, faster, quicker, smoother, it gives you more time to be with them and your business has more success, which allows you to travel more and chase whatever passion you have or be more present at your church or give back more to the homeless, shelter, whatever that is, right? Awesome. I love what you said about the new breed of entrepreneur being a well-rounded, someone who's not just crushing it at work and then sucking in every, every other aspect, but they're actually 
they're, they have great relationships, they have great friends, they've got their health, they've got all these other things they're giving back and not just focused on that Rolls Royce lifestyle like you said. Uh, well, can I ask you, Nick? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, don't get me wrong, dude. I think there comes a time when, okay, it's all hands on deck, you know, for your business or for your new side hustle. Sure. I get that, right? The inertia to get that thing off and, and going. Something happens, you got to step in and fix. I'm all for that, right? So I think there's different points in time where you got to freaking go crank and you have to pull a 15, 20 hour day. Like that's just gonna, that's just part of life, right? We've all been there. And that's you just stepping up and running your business or whatever you're trying to do. But also at the same time, I think you're gonna have, there's gonna be points in time when you need to be with the family and need to be present. But it's just kind of having this overall vision of, wow, could I kind of handle this all on a daily basis? I know for a fact that you can because I'm uh, with a lot of people that are. So. Yeah. And I think how much better are you gonna feel during those 15 hour, 16 hour days when you need to absolutely get in there and crank if you've got energy because you've devoted yourself to like working out, training hard, having more energy, to hydrating and feeding your body appropriately. Dude, there's so much, there's so much with that because if you look at like, let's say we, you're not really focused on fitness and don't really care about that, right? Or don't really care about a morning routine. You're gonna roll out of bed sluggish, okay? You're gonna get to the coffee pot as fast as you possibly can. You're gonna chuck a few cups of coffee and you're just gonna get yourself going versus in the morning, hydrating your body, oxygenating your body and getting ready for the day, that sets you up. If you really look at it this way, and you've actually been a huge help for me with this is that's fuel for your business. Like if you're the CEO of your business or a salesman, like what fuel would you put in your Ferrari the best you possibly can? So why don't you do the same for yourself? Aren't you your own Ferrari? Like if you really think about this, take a step backwards. Let's pretend you and I own this little business, right? And we had the CEO that ran it. Wouldn't I want him to be as clear-headed as possible, the best guy possible, not sick very often because I need him hustling more. And is he going to output more? Yeah. So you are your own Ferrari. You are your own CEO. So take care of that, right? And we only got one, we got one body, right? So you live in it every day. Let's take care of that thing. But for me, I'm seeing so much more than that now. Like, think about this, dude, the confidence levels that you have. So I have a salesman right now. Uh, that's one of our real estate agents. And we got him on a path to lose some weight. And I'll tell you, him now is outselling the him six months ago. Why? Because six months ago, he didn't feel that confident with himself. His belly was hanging over his, his dress pants. And now he's lost 50 plus pounds, has more energy, is more confident. So because he's more confident, he is better with people, better speaking with people. Because he's better with that, he gets more sales and he makes more money. Then that convinces himself like, holy crap, I'm a badass assassin. Let's do more of that. And then this loop of awesome productivity and awesome positivity just keeps on going. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? He mm. works on his health. He does more and makes more money. So by him working out in the morning, he's actually making money while working out. At the same time, chasing his goals and crushing his business. Bro, that, to that me, is insane. So what you just said there, where he's working out, he's actually making money in his business. That's awesome. Because that's all we well, want, hear, right? Well, you don't know the time, Nate, is I don't have time for that. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm the first one to say that too. I own four businesses right now, right? In the process of writing another book. It's like, dude, I get it. We all don't have time. But we're all given the same amount of, of minutes in the day. There's 1,440 minutes in the day. Are you going to maximize them or not? So the question is, do you not have the time? You have the time. It's not a priority. And that's why I think people kind of really resonating with your message. Make that a priority. Dude, trust me, I'm not perfect, man. I mean, are there days when you just sluggishly are like, dude, I have to tug a freaking Red Bull? Yeah, dude, like, I get it. I'm not perfect. We're only human. But I'll tell you the days, like this morning, man, when I forced myself to hit my TRX in a cabin, I feel a lot better after a 35-minute workout than I would have sluggishly, you know, rolling out of bed or whatever. Boom, dude, that's awesome. All right, Nick, so I'm going to ask you, I'll ask you one more question. 
Um, I know that with your, with your new movement, the Triumphant Life Manifesto, you're working with achievers to help them accomplish their goals, have that, set that right mindset. And I just wanted to know, how has health and fitness uh, help you connect with that purpose? Dude, like honestly, that's the energy that you need for anything. I don't think you can give anything to your business, to your family without that health and fitness. And so for me, I'm even looking at really trying to go hardcore with it for myself and really kind of taking my stuff to the next level by having the energy to help other people. So obviously I'm, I, I coach real estate agents, but I'm also co coaching now small businesses, entrepreneurs, people launching side hustles, people trying to lose weight and all this other stuff with the triumphant life. And so for me, I just want to be better for them right? I want to be better for my family. I want to be more present for them. Uh, so for me, it's like almost going back to the foundation, I guess, if you could look at that. And so if you were to flip it up like a triangle, I really honestly feel, well, I know this for a fact now that your health and fitness is really the base of that foundation because without it, everything's going to crumble. It's like a two-legged stool, right? And I really feel that Dude, don't get me wrong. I love it when everybody's like hustle and grind and hashtag this and you know, they're blasting quotes all over. I do it. I'm all for that. Right. But at the end of the day, you're going to break down eventually. And how do I know this? I broke down dude before me having freaking back surgery. I would like, there'd be like three days, certain weeks where I was just so exhausted after working 80 hour weeks, you run yourself and you're burning the candle at both ends. Eventually you can't do much or I would get sick. Well, dude, I'd lose three or four days in productivity. Is that hashtag grinding? No, I grinded so hard. I run myself into the ground. That's not sustainable long-term. And so what we're teaching here, and that's what I love what you're all about with your movement is putting your fitness first and putting your health first and getting a really good meal plan in place. Oh, by the way, I've heard of this million dollar meal plan. Have you heard of it? It's yeah. We're talking about it. <laughs> I know, I know the guy that wrote it. It's actually some really incredible stuff. And, and, and guys, like I'm living proof that I've been working with this because I'm a work in progress, man. Like there's days when I just want to smash the biggest double bacon cheeseburger, chug a beer and have some French fries, man. We're all, it's just who we are. We're human. Dude, it tastes good, right? Don't get me wrong. Like those are badass, right? But what uh, Nate's actually helped me with is reevaluating my diet and more energy uh, thriving foods and uh, a better nighttime routine, a better morning routine. Because I think as you're trying to do more and achieve more, that is the foundation of everything, man. Oh, I love what you said about the foundation. That's, I think you're so right about that. Awesome, Nick. Dude, thank you so much for coming on. It, how can people connect with you? Dude, anywhere you want to, man. I got uh, Facebook, obviously, Nick Trevelyan. Uh, Instagram, Nick Treville, at Nick Trevelyan, and then YouTube. So I throw out as much free training materials as I possibly can. Like I'm just known in my circles as just that inspirational guy. And that's why when I got hurt, nobody knew it. Because prior to that and after that, it was just nothing but you know, more training videos or motivational quotes or quick shares and stuff like that. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, it's just a free channel. Check out all my stuff. Dude, Nate, my biggest goal right now is just to give away good, as much good as I can. You know why? Because when you give it away, you can never get rid of it because it always just keeps coming back. And that's, dude, I've been that struggling entrepreneur uh, and still am. Like we're all on different levels. That's a funny thing is I think people get on podcasts, speak from stage and they're like, oh, I, I freaking made it. No, dude, we're all really trying to achieve another level of success. Cool story. I heard a, a very motivational speaker, very popular, um, tell a story. I don't know how I got on this training, but I heard it where he, as, as a motivational speaker, like in the middle of his career, had lost everything again and had to build it all back up. And I was like, wow, that's really, really cool. And I wish more people would be more real and genuine and honest. And, and the reason I say that is, dude, is we're in such a hashtag and a filtered society. Like you get on Instagram or Facebook, it's a highlight reel of somebody's business that they're choosing to let you see or they want to let you see. And I want you guys hearing this right now or watching this right now, guys, we're all freaking human. And what, no matter what your goals are, you're constantly reinventing yourself. And it's funny as you're like, oh, dude, well, like, look at what Nick's built. 
dude, to me, it's just the rear view and I'm building more, right? And I just uh, read a quote and it, uh, it's uh, actually from Socrates. It was really, really cool, dude. Um, and I'll share it with you right now. Hold on one second, man. Um, this is actually one of my favorite quotes. The secret of the change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. And I think that we're constantly reinventing ourselves, dude. And no matter what, like let's say your goal was, dude, I'm going to go crush six figures. Well, you hit that. Congratulations. Are you going to do it again? Because success is never owned. It's rented. And rent is due every day, my friend. Like in my business, right? Dude, I freaking sold 50 homes next year or last year. That's dope. Now you got to sell 50 again or get to 75 or get to 100. So to me, it's constantly this reevaluation and, and almost like, recreating yourself because to get there whatever it is in your fitness right to to lose x amount of pounds and then keep it off you have to build new habits and new skills to make x amount of money or to start a side business or whatever this is once you get there you're going to want something new once you get there right and so i really feel that by having your fitness and your health as that foundation for all of it that's almost like that confidence that you have in yourself that you know that when you show up you're going to show up strong energized happy, ready to go. And, and do we all have bad days? Heck yeah, dude. Like we all have bad days. Um, but at the end of the day, having this as a tool, right? Like I believe we have this toolbox to just reach into whenever you need to. And if I can reach into this toolbox, that's going to give me more energy, more clarity, a smile on my face, um, you know, better ideas of my goals. I'm just going to be more present with my family, with, uh, I mean, my business, man, that's a pretty cool tool. Right. And so that's the tool that you're talking about. So that's where like, I love what you're doing. You've done with me done for even some clients I've sent you. Um, I think it's the coolest thing, man, because I'm watching people change their lives. I'll give you a quick example. Uh, I sent, I, I sent Nate a roofer and this roofer is a dear friend of mine trying to hustle, trying to grind and, and trying, he's a sales guy. Right. And he was literally running himself into the ground, chasing energy drinks, going through fast food restaurants. And now his biggest goal was when he gets home, he wants to be able to play with his kids. And because of some work with Nate after 30 days, he's down 12 pounds. And he says he has the energy to play with his kids when he gets home. And to me, that's what matters most is we can hashtag grind, hashtag hustle, chasing the goals, chasing the dreams all day long. But there's a reason you're chasing those y'all. Like at the end of the day, you're chasing it to, to, to show your kids an example of, of what they can do on their own or get yourself out of debt to be able to set up financial freedoms. We all have our own goals, right? To help your mom and dad through retirement. I, I don't know what your goals are. And I love that we all have our individual goals, right? But I know that I'm going to need energy to get there, man. And I've done the other where I was really tired and sluggish and really didn't have much energy. And even being on this is just a re reminder for me to be better on a daily basis because I believe that this is the, the biggest foundation for anything for your success moving forward. Because the end of it, so you hustle till your retirement and you don't have your health. How are you going to enjoy that, right? Live today, right? Live today and be happy. Do what makes you happy with those people that make you happy in places that make you happy. Bro, thank you so much. Nick Trevilian. you're the man. We appreciate it so much, bro. Thanks Dude, for being thanks on. Yep.